I know we're still deep in the heart of winter, but I'm already looking forward to those first days of spring. But along with those longer days and flower buds comes those seasonal allergies. Here to talk to us more about those allergies and how to fix them is Dr. Alan Marshall, a WakeMed ENT physician. This is WakeMed Voices, a podcast by WakeMed Health and Hospitals. I'm your host, Caitlin White. So, doctor, let's dive into just some basics to start off this conversation. My first question is kind of a two-parter. Basically, what are seasonal allergies? And, you know, we hear so much about spring and summer allergies, but are there winter-fall allergies? So, seasonal allergies, people are usually referring to the pollens and, and things that come out with the different, particularly spring and fall. Those would be the most common things, so trees and grasses, and but then there's all types of other allergies that are present year-round, like dust mites and molds and animal dander and things like that. And those would be the ones that would be more common in the wintertime because you're indoors more and you're you're less likely to be in a place where, they, where those allergies are not. So getting a bit deeper into, you know, how allergies work, tell us what chronic nasal obstruction is. Chronic nasal obstruction can be caused by just an anatomic problem, or it can also be exacerbated by allergies. So the inside of the nose is quite complex, and there's ways that it can obstruct both allergic and non-allergic. So the, the nasal septum is the wall that divides the two nasal passages, and it's not uncommon for people to have a deviated nasal septum. And so the more deviated or crooked that is, uh, the more uh, obstructive it becomes and can cause chronic stuffy nose or chronic nasal blockage. But that can also be exacerbated by the changes that come with allergy. So if you're exposed to something that you're allergic to, the uh, the histamine response will result in mucosal and nasal congestion and increased mucus production, and so that will make the nasal blockage worse. And so when it comes to treatment, you know, if I come in, I have, I'm suffering from these kind of things, what's the first round of treatment look like? Well, there's a lot of over-the-counter options. Primary treatment for a nasal allergy is a topical nasal steroid. So some of the common ones people have heard of, like Flonase or Nasocort, but that's a family of medications that all work the same way, basically to reduce the intranasal inflammation and also help kind of dry the nose up and cut down on mucus production. But another really great treatment is just something simple like a nasal saline wash or an irrigation. A lot of people use a neti pot, which I think is a great tool. It's a great way to wash the nose, remove the allergens from the nose. The salt in the water acts as a great natural decongestant. It kind of helps pull the mucus out and um, open the sinus passages as well. There's also oral medications. Oral antihistamines are common, and that will reduce the histamine response that comes with allergy exposure. And there's other parts of the inflammatory pathway that you can target. There's medications that fight against the leukotriene pathway, so anti-leukotriene medications that can also be effective in combating the allergy response. Now, if those over-the-counter treatments don't work, are there more serious surgical options? Surgery, you know, doesn't cure allergy, but it certainly does make uh, life with allergies better. So mm-hmm. the way and the way that works is that you can change the intranasal anatomy so that you can accommodate to changes that come with allergy and, and breathe better and live a, a happier life that way. So if you do have a deviated nasal septum, the starting point for your nasal passages could be quite small. And then just with a little bit of allergic change, you've suddenly developed a complete nasal blockage. So if there's a way to open the nasal passage, make it bigger to begin with, then you'll do better when those allergy seasons come along. 
So the common operations for that one would be a septoplasty, which would be a surgery to address the deviated portions of the nasal septum. That's an outpatient surgery. It's a common operation, typically takes about an hour, go home the same day. And then generally the recovery for something like that's about a week or two. There's another structure inside the nose called the nasal turbinates. These are like filters inside the nose that help draw out dust and, and allergens, and they also warm and humidify the air that you breathe. Well, over time, and especially in a patient that has allergy, the turbinates can swell. And the more swollen they are, the more obstruction they cause. And so there's another surgery we can do to address that, and that's called a intranasal turbinate reduction or a submucosal turbinate resection. These procedures are just targeted at removing tissue, but at the same time maintaining the important function of the turbinates. So that those two things together, a septoplasty and a turbinate reduction, are a great option to surgically treat nasal obstruction that comes with allergy. Do you see many patients who have to get to that level of surgery, or are most seasonal allergies kept at bay with just these over-the-counter neti pot options? Patients, but, but certainly... Surgical treatment for chronic nasal obstruction is very, very common. It's one of the more common things that we do. And so, and that, and not all those patients suffer from allergies, but some of them just have an anatomic blockage that they elect to have corrected. But certainly, the same patients also have allergy. It, it makes it a better situation for them as well. Great, doctor. Any other tips or just, you know, words of hope for those suffering from seasonal allergies? <laughs> Well, well, you know, it's it's a tough problem to have. I mean, there it should be mentioned that uh, immunotherapy, which is allergy shots, are another treatment option, but that would just be another way to complement both the medical and surgical treatments as well. So that's something to know about. And you know, the allergy avoidance is an important part of this. So if you if you can identify the things that you're allergic to and be knowledgeable about when those things are prevalent in the environment, then you can avoid them by staying more indoors during those times or keeping your windows closed or washing your clothing and that kind of thing. Well, thanks for joining us, Dr. Marshall, and giving us some ways to combat those seasonal allergies this year. To learn more about WakeMed ENT services, visit wakemed.org. And thank you for listening. I'm Caitlin White with WakeMed Voices, brought to you by WakeMed Health and Hospitals in Raleigh, North Carolina.